Hello, everyone! Hail and well met! My name is Donnie Knowles, and I will be your dungeon master for Abandoned Quest. Quick programming note, this is sort of an out-of-character introduction to the PCs that will be featured in the coming episodes. It is going live at the same time as Episode Zero, which largely accomplishes the same thing, so if you'd rather just jump right into the narrative, feel free to skip this. I know this sort of goof-off isn't everybody's thing, and it doesn't really reflect the tone of the rest of the podcast, which I try to make all fantasy and heavy, but does inevitably drift hard into the comedy, which, if you listen to this introduction, you will understand. Also, some people's handles have changed since we recorded this, so feel free to click through in the show notes if you want to figure out exactly who you want to curse. Alright, thanks for listening, and keep the blood off the streets. What do you guys think the tagline should be? I don't know. What do what do other podcasts use? Uh, where the quests aren't real and the points don't matter. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to episode zero of Abandoned Quest, a lawful evil Dungeons and Dragons podcast that was very easy to schedule. My name is Donnie Knowles, and I will be your dungeon master uh, for the foreseeable future, and I could not be happy with this group of people who I respect and admire, and I think you're all going to do aces. Sorry, you said I could not be happy, which means very displeased. <laughs> That's what I was going to say, okay? I think, you're wanna, off. I think you said could not be happier, but it's fine. You know what? Yeah, I think that's better. Revising what I said earlier. <laughs> We can leave. Hey, Janelle, I'm very Janelle. disappointed with this group of people. Janelle. Yeah. Roll a perception check. Oh, Jesus. Okay. That's an 18. She nailed it, y'all. Well, you can tell that I'm telling the truth, and I am very excited to be hosting this podcast. <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> we were like, wait, what's, what's perception again? These are the kinds of interactions the Mupping will have over the next several episodes. Oh, my God. <laughs> So we're going to be running the new Dungeons & Dragons module, Waterdeep Dragon Heist. Uh, and I thought it would be best to have an episode zero so everyone here can get to know each other as players and people, because no one on this call has ever met. Ever. It's so nice to meet all you guys. Yeah. It's really nice to meet you, too. Uh, so, hey, uh, why don't we start with Michael? It's Michael? Yeah, that's right. Hi, everyone. Uh, I'm uh, Michael Allen, uh, and I will be playing the character of Braden Stabiner. A vampire barbarian. Oh God, I forgot. <laughs> I forgot you were a vampire. It's gonna be so fucking crazy to start with you, but yes. <laughs> I just tell us more about uh, Brayden Stavener. Uh, uh, how well, old is he? Where is he from? Uh, well, he's as old as the hills. Uh, he's, from, <laughs> he's from Fantasy Transylvania. Uh huh. He, he enjoys being strong and breaking things. Mm -hmm. um, he likes uh, power and he has little respect for anyone who's not a proven warrior. And he, and he talks like this. Oh boy. Uh, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> now, uh, so just for just for the lore heads at home, it's Fantasy Transylvania? That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, uh, yeah, Fantasy Transylvania. And that's not an allegory for like an existing Dungeons and Dragons city. People just put this on the map as Fantasy Transylvania. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Pretty much what I had in mind. Cool, cool. Uh, what was he like when he was alive, exactly? Uh, he was uh, sort of a Conan the Barbarian, uh, sort of a uh, uh, hear the lamentations of the women, uh, see your enemies driven before you kind of a guy. Um, mm. And nowadays, uh, he's basically the opposite of that, and he's still obsessed with all those things, but in like sort of a sneaky political uh, cloak and dagger kind of way. Oh, well, he should be uh, he should be perfect for Waterdeep then. Uh, what is it? What is what is he doing in Waterdeep? 
Uh, well, he's trying to acquire more power and become a more powerful vampire um, and generally see his enemies driven before him and hear the lamentations of their women. Um, and Is so that on yeah, his uh, resume or. Yeah. So he, he he's got uh, he's got kind of, you know, plans within plans. He's got all kinds of secret stuff going on uh, to make mm-hmm. that happen. And he's always on the lookout for a new opportunity to. Uh, get some more of that power that he thinks is so good what what's on his business card does he have a job or a business or um uh uh like business dude he's like a he's like he runs businesses he's he creates wealth you know Michael, he's got, I'm he's, setting I'm setting you up for a backstory we've established. He's also got a cool uh, vineyard uh, just outside. Of oh, town. a vineyard! Oh, wow, cool. Yeah. Um, but uh, he never drinks any of the wine himself um, because he prefers a sweet or vintage. <laughs> uh, what does the uh, vineyard look like? Is it super goth or what? Yeah, so it's all kinds of like gnarly black, uh, like overwrought uh, Baroque um, designs on everything. And like whenever you go there and like go up the up the road, there's like like ravens cawing and stuff. And you like you can imagine that they're like saying your name, but then you're like, no way. Ravens don't do that. Um, And then uh, when you get there, uh, it's all super bougie and uh, like super luxury, uh, but like a lot of like black instead of gold if you're like like versailles but black instead of gold basically there you go well hey i brayden sounds like a great time and <laughs> i can't i can't wait to speak to spend more time with this big old dead boy his uh, very infectious accent <laughs> i can't wait to turn you all into vampires yeah and uh, i'm gonna try really hard not to do that accent exclusively <laughs> fingers crossed uh now so uh moving on janelle hello janelle hi uh you're uh in this game of dungeons and dragons uh and you are bringing uh why don't you introduce yourself really quick (laughs) okay hi my name is janelle lawson and i'm going to be playing the character blitz avianosets oh is that how you say that i was saying avianosets oh i don't know i well Accent to be to German. Hey, it's your name. <laughs> Do not own it. Yeah. yeah. Confident. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's your name. Uh and I'm and I'm sure the accent is easy to do. Uh tell me tell me about uh, Blitz. What's her deal? Where's she from? What's she look like? Okay, so in the country of Faerun, she is from the southwest area, um, a place called Callumport. Um, so it's it's pretty far away from Waterdeep. Uh her Family owns a shipping business, so they're into exports and imports and stuff. Mm-hmm. And she is uh, going to be in Waterdeep trying to expand the family business. Uh, that's excellent. Uh, so what is what is uh, what is her race? Oh, she is a blue dragonborn and she is a rogue sailor type. But she's a noble, right? She's mm-hmm. like a port noble or whatever. Yeah. So she's like a little bit of a poser. <laughs> Oh yeah, she's kind of a poser. <laughs> she's like a pirate poser. Like she's really into uh, sailing and stuff. But she's from like this rich family, so it's uh-huh. it's gonna be interesting. So lots of like nautical jewelry, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> tries way too hard to fit in with all the sailors and stuff that's cool that's cool tell me about her she said she has a large family she does she has a very large family uh she has a sister two brothers um her mom ursula is the one that kind of like runs the family business 
Um, she has, you know, two grandparents, a great uncle, uh, another uncle, aunt. They have a kid. Um, and her first mate is actually her uh, brother-in-law. Now, is that first mate like her first love or her first no, mate like her first mate for like her <laughs> ship she's, she's the captain of a ship gotcha 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 but maybe also her first love oh. you know? uh, don't rule that out we kind of messed up okay oh so she's <laughs> she's the she's the captain of the ship yes yeah so this is like uh her first mission going out being in charge of her own crew and stuff without uh one of the elder family members kind of like watching over her. So it's a big deal. So, but, so, but does she know how to sail or is she more like delegation captain? Um, you know, she's probably like kind of learning as she goes sort mm-hmm. of thing. Like I'm sure like the crew that's with her has been like with the family business a while. So she's probably like trying to learn from them and like, sure. Yeah. Do you think there's any uh, any tension among the crew to having you be immediately placed as captain with no? Um, oh, I'm sure. I'm sure that's an issue. Skills. It's <laughs> definitely problem. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that'll make for some exciting tension. I think she probably <laughs> like misuses like nautical terminology, and they're just like eye roll. <laughs> oh, that was right, Mizzen. That was. <laughs> <laughs> like starboard bow to she goes to the wrong side <laughs> <laughs> yeah that'll be exciting okay i'm into that uh and she and so she has a shipping business how long has she been at sea um i'm trying to think i'm looking at this map it's gotta <laughs> have taken at least a, a week for them to get there at least but she, she's definitely been around boats like for a, most of her life though sure cool uh, but more, it probably in more of a yachty capacity, right? Yeah, more of like a lounge and servants bring you things sort of way, not like enough. Great, I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to undermine you. I'm trying to set an arc up here. That's oh good. no, no, it's fine. <laughs> I agree. Uh, so, how long have you been in Waterdeep then? Um, I think she's probably been there at least for three weeks or so, because I know that um, I had talked with mike and sarah about uh maybe having business relationships with them before the start of the uh oh the good campaign. yeah i want to get into what the business relationship is uh after that but um she like it she like water deep yeah she's super into it she uh she likes meeting new people and being in a new place to discover well great i'm sure we're all excited to discover blitz aviano sets how do you say it again aviano sets aviano sets it's got a nice rhythm to it. It's kind of a beat drop. <laughs> Sarah. What's up? Tell me all about your Dungeons & Dragons character. Uh, so I'm going to be playing Zig. They're a uh, Eladrin elf, Destamate cleric. Can we spell Zig? Yes. Z as in zebra. I as in <laughs> yep. what you see with. Yep. And G. Z to the I to the G. A- ask and answer. <laughs> there you go. But it was it was inputted as zip, which I think is hilarious. No, it's zig. Okay, <laughs> I have I been writing it. zip all day. That so was a little z- confusing. So has Janelle. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm so sorry. It's okay. <laughs> can that be canon? Like, yes. People accidentally say zip. <laughs> we can. No, we can't change it. I'm attached to zig. <laughs> so, uh, what is zips? Li- oh, God. <laughs> 
That's it. That's the end of the podcast, folks. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. <laughs> well, we uh, what is uh, Zig's line of business? They run a local nightclub type establishment called The Alibi. The Alibi. Oh that's my god, so that's so cool. That's I like so that. cool. That's I thought awesome. it was too Irish, but everyone loved it. So it's very good. <laughs> is that racist? <laughs> is it? No, no, it's because I used to go to a pub named The Alibi. <laughs> so it's very Irish. Uh, the Alibi is a local watering hole. Um, it caters to everyone, of course, but seems to attract the more uh, savory, let's say, uh criminal leaning you know uh, like unsavory or salty salty my bad (laughs) (laughs) english second language things get confusing yes i I, I, I understand you uh you you typically speak (laughs) elvish yes exactly yes um but yeah it's um a pretty cool establishment um i like to think so at least as the proprietor and um yeah we our main thing, more than like drinks or dancing that we provide for our very valued clientele, is privacy. They've got enough of a good high-ranking clientele that even if something was going to go wrong or, you know, um, they'd be taken care of or at least protected in some way. Mm-hmm. So, is there, so, so is there sort of like a magical anonymity about uh, Alibi? Ooh. Ooh. Sure, yes. Let's go with that. <laughs> this was incredibly planned. Does Zig uh, worship? Zig is a cleric, is that right? Yes. So what is what deity does Zig worship? Uh, Laviatar. Uh, can you tell me about that name? First? Yes. Um, she is the goddess of agony, <laughs> <laughs> also known as the maiden of pain or the willing whip. Cool, so, church. That's a pretty good idea. <laughs> Of where we're going with this. Oh, this is that religion with all the good pins? <laughs> yes. Yes. I, my holy symbol is a cat of nine tails whip. Oh my yeah. god. <laughs> and is that just on you all the time? Or? 100% of the time. Oh, cool. 100% cool. of the time. Great. Um, yes. I think I'm getting an image of uh, Zig's look. Zig yeah. is a one of those. What Zig is one of those fancy elves. Is that right? What are they called? Yeah, Eladrin elves. So that's going to be super interesting. Basically, their mood is affected by the season. Oh, okay. Um, and and we're going to have to figure out that mechanic if we want to like establish it's winter and Zig's going to be depressed the whole time. Great. Or well, if we, we want to roll every day. <laughs> I should have said before that we are going to be rolling uh, the autumn edition of Waterdeep. Every cool. season has different villains and different Ooh. events that go down. Okay. Um, <laughs> Autumn's the easiest of the seasons. It's like content, I think. Yeah, but that means winter can be season two. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh, so winter is coming. Oh boy. Uh, no, it, no, it's here. <laughs> great. Then I think that uh, with Zig in the bag, we move on to Carlina. Hello. Can you introduce yourself to the podcast, both as a person and a character? <clears throat> sure. So my name's Carlina. Hello. Um, I am playing Misra Tistin. She is a drow ranger. Um, she is from the Underdark and is uh, arriving and looking to make some extra gold and the loot other than what she makes uh, already as a hired assassin. Oh, shit. A hired Ooh. assassin. Uh, well, the, I, as, as I understand it, the Underdark isn't always uh, the most the most fancy of places. Is there a reason that uh, that she has left her homelands? 
Uh, it just kind of sucks in general. It's what she's found. And um, she's kind of this person that's like a very type A personality. Like I know that I can do better than this and this is nothing. Um, so she's decided to kind of venture out on her own and make her own living and make uh, her own way in the world. Like the Moana of murderers. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's my tagline now. Um, so, so she's a ranger. What is that like for her? Um, she's very used to being on her own and foraging and finding what she needs to. Um, she's lived in the forest on her own for quite some time now. She's relatively young for a drow, um, like only a few hundred years old and has no family. Um, so she's used to like sustaining and using her skills and what she knows and what she's learned over time to keep herself alive and in whatever means possible, like whatever it takes. Okay, cool. So she's scrappy, huh? Yeah. How How is she as an assassin? Is she good at it? She's very good. So I, um, she actually met up with her current organization after killing someone else's target um in oh. a like a tavern fight she got into a fight is that a, a faux pas what no yeah <laughs> no like <laughs> she got into a tavern fight and and um she killed someone and she was she was like bye and like kind of left without a, a trace and and um the assassin organization since she was pretty like young and scrappy i guess and hungry i guess uh so they followed her and they were like you killed somebody and you got away with it. And she was like, yeah, and, and kind of ready like to duke it out. And they're like, no, 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 we want to hire you. Um, so now she keeps in contact with this organization and they find her targets um, and she goes and kills them, which is kind of cool. So she's been doing this for quite some time now, probably the last few decades or so. Um, this has been her calling. Has that uh, affected her? Well, I guess I don't know your alignment, do I? I assume you're if you're drow, they're typically evil, but we're not stereotyping in this house. That is, that is true. I am. Uh, I'm a neutral evil. I'm neutral evil drow. Oh, well, that's are great. All of our characters yes. evil. Is that now? Is there anything anything like special about the way that your assignments are given out? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So assassins killed. Um, the way that we have kind of come up with this, um, is or what we've been talking about off mic is that she uh gets like it's either like a charm or some type of uh like spell or something that um she gets put on her and the target gets put on them and only when she meets this target are they revealed to be the target and then she has to kill them so they could kind of come up which is kind of cool for you donnie to play with as well yes i think so that's exciting well i think that is Everybody, tomorrow you're going to be starting. Uh, well, not tomorrow. <laughs> the next episode, uh, you're going to be starting with a business arrangement. Tell me a little bit about how the business arrangement you have all you have all come up to meet with. Oh, all right. Uh, okay, Mike, go. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to do this. Lots of people are interested, and uh, where lots of people are. No, interested. it's Mike. No, it's me. Okay, all right. <laughs> Uh, no, it's not Mike. It's Bra I asked. I asked Braden. Play it back. <laughs> All right. So, Braden, uh, what's the deal with this this business thing? Well, I'm so glad you asked. Lots of people want my expensive and interesting wine. It is in high demand throughout the known realms. Uh, but I am very tight-assed about actually giving it out to anybody. But uh, Bleats managed to use her roguey wiles. To uh, try to, <laughs> how you say, get some of it from me. So, uh, <laughs> so she will meet with me to try and do this. Now, I have I do not care if the wine goes far away or if it stays here uh, as she does. 
What I want in return is something much more precious. Oh, that's ominous. <laughs> Ooh, I like that. I like that. Janelle, could you describe your end of the deal as um as Blitz? Is Blitz here? So, yeah, so uh Blitz is um she was sent here, you know, to get trade deals and prove herself. I uh, know, I'm sorry I asked Blitz. I asked oh, I asked Blitz. Oh, <laughs> I want to sell the fucking vampire one. Um so Blitz is here and she is trying to secure trade deals. Yes, perfect. Uh, I am trying to prove myself to my family. <laughs> and uh, I, I have secured maybe only two or three right now. And I really need to, to get more. So I'm just trying to... Uh, to get as many trade deals as possible. I don't know what this ominous thing is is going to ask of me is, but uh yeah, we will see. Uh I know that uh I already have uh a more personal deal with uh with Zeke, which involves uh their uh, their club, but that's that's very personal to me and uh maybe everyone will find about it later. <laughs> thank you blitz it's absolutely lovely to meet you uh now you mentioned uh, zig mm-hmm. zig can you maybe describe what your role in this arrangement is going to be well my establishment specializes mostly in uh making fantasies come true <laughs> uh you tell me what you want and what you're willing to pay for it. And I find a way to make that a reality. Uh, Blitz and I have a very, very mutually beneficial arrangement. She has a private room in the club. That's how important she is to me. And I am currently in talks with uh, Brandon to uh, secure some of his fine, fine vintage for the club. But we will see how that turns out. I believe that could be arranged. Mm, let's talk. Uh, and that's all lo- lovely. Now, Carlina, I know I've sort of put you on the spot here, as you do not have a role in this business arrangement, but... I came up with one, though, and it's Oh, great. Good. Okay. Lay it on me. All right, so let me do this character voice. So Misra showed up to town because Brayden hired me to be a bodyguard. Because he knows that something is going to go wrong. And at all costs, he must protect his assets. And more so, he needs to get what he wants. Did you catch that? She's working for me. (laughs) (laughs) Good. Wink nudge. (laughs) Thanks for listening to Abandoned Quest. Uh, Oh, actually, thanks for listening to Abandoned Quest. You can follow us on Instagram at uh, Abandoned Podquest. And, uh, And where can we follow you all? You can check me out at Void Podcast or on Instagram as at Mr. Fister. Link in the doobly-doo. <laughs> <laughs> doobly-doo. Uh, I don't know what to plug. Uh, I guess check me out at my Instagram, Boss Jellybean. <laughs> oh, great. Uh, Sarah? Yeah, um, I'm uh, at Kuyuki, K-O-U-Y-U-K-K-I, pretty much everywhere. And Carlina? I am at Carlina Manzi pretty much everywhere. Also, follow my cosplay Instagram at Carly Quinn Cosplay. Uh, yes, do that. You can follow me at Don Shot First and my cosplay at Jason Mimosa. 
for all of us here at Abandoned Quest, give up <laughs> and forward. Abandoned. <laughs> is, that, is that the official line? To give up and forward? <laughs> <laughs>